Mass incarceration and punishment define the American prison system. Yet many other countries handle criminal justice differently, including Finland. It has one of the lowest prison populations in the world. And one-third of prisons in Finland operate as open facilities. That means inmates can leave to go to work or school. And the model is seen as successful. Crime didn't go up. Rehabilitation is the philosophy. WBEZ's Natalie Moore traveled to the Nordic country and has this first story in a series. Vanaja Men's Prison has 50 men. It's in Hamelina, a town in southern Finland. This open prison opened in the 1990s and is a former workers' colony. Next door is a farm and one of the prisoners is a caretaker. The animals run toward him when they spot him. The land is sprawling and prisoners take walks without an escort. Men wear electronic monitors, but no chains, no cages, no locks. A white two-story building that houses the prisoners resembles a dorm or a hostel. The other one is red and ranch style. I'm unable to go inside because of COVID-19 restrictions. I see men at a barbecue grill preparing lunch. Every meal is cooked by inmates, and every Friday an unmarked white van ferries them to the grocery store. Prisoners have cell phones and bank accounts. They do their own laundry. They can order takeout. Kaisa Tammy Moylanen is director of this men's prison. We do not want them to be packed together and spent the whole day with us only. We believe that's not the best idea. And since we are focusing to getting them back to uh, society, we are focusing on releasing them as soon as it's possible. <laughs> Earlier that morning at 7.30, a group of seven men left the prison for work. They drove park benches for the city of Hamelina for more than four euros an hour. These prisoners arrived in an unmarked white van so passerbys don't notice. They wear neon yellow municipal uniforms just like other city workers, including the supervisor in charge who isn't a prisoner. 44-year-old Christian has been in the open prison since December of last year. There's no obstacles for running away if you if you want, so it's not very prison-like. We lock our own doors and uh, there's no bars for the windows. Christian's crime was white-collar fraud. When you're done working and you're done with dinner, what do you do the rest of the, the evening? Uh, I study in the evening. What are you studying? Are you in school? Yeah, right now I study languages. Have you ever been in a closed prison? Yeah, many times. Oh, many times. It's uh, Everything is relative, but five times maybe. And how were you able to get to an open prison? Because uh, by law I have an opportunity to apply to go to open prison. Christian is scheduled for release this month. You might be thinking, hmm, okay, Christian was a bank scammer. A crime, but not a violent crime. The Finnish penal system doesn't make a distinction between the two. Mika, for example, is serving a life sentence for murder. Life sentence actually means 15 years and parole eligibility after 12. Mika got transferred to the open prison from a closed one for good behavior and sobriety. He plans to be a gardener. Prison sentences fewer than two years can land someone in an open prison out the gate. The second thing you may be thinking is Finland is a tiny country compared to the United States. But Finland's 5.5 million population is the same size as Cook County. 
The jail population and state prison populations are obviously different, and murders in Finland tend to be by knife because guns aren't easy to get. Another men's open prison is a 15-minute boat ride from Helsinki. Somalina Prison is on the island of the same name. It's a fortress and United Nations World Heritage Site that is a popular tourist destination. Most visitors don't know an open prison exists or that the men sentenced there help to maintain it. Seneca Sorella is the prison director and greets me. The views from the prison are of the sea. A bird feeder is perched by trees. The open prisons I see incorporate nature and trails. Saunas are as ubiquitous as bathrooms in Finland and not associated with spas like in the U.S. So prisons have them too. The buildings at Somalina look nothing like the hulking, concrete, drab prisons in the U.S. Here, sleek designs are the aesthetic. The blue and gray one-story buildings look like something you'd see on a campground, a summer motel with single rooms. There was an architectural contest. You were on the committee. Why, why did people like this? This was winning because also in that competition, it was said that maybe one day there won't be prison anymore. I find that intriguing because part of the reason I wanted to report on the open prison system in Finland is based on the work of abolitionists in Chicago, people who envision a society without prisons. Open prisons aren't that, but this prison director is imagining an even different system. What you were saying sounds very similar to what they are saying. It's not, let's just release, let's not have criminals. I would think that there wouldn't be a need for many prisons at all in the world because because actually the, the better sanction than imprisonment, much better sanction is community. They are community sanctions, like community service. Even according to the research, it's working in a best way. Sarella is very clear these are her personal opinions, not the government's. The prison agency in Finland has a value statement using words like respect for human dignity, belief in an individual's potential to change and grow. The basic idea of keeping a person locked up in a room doesn't usually help. Vocation training, mental health are the focus. Back in Hemelina, I asked Kaisa Tammy Moylanen how such a system, vastly different from the one in the United States, functions. In Finland, the politicians don't have that much conversation about criminal policy. And that's a good thing. God forbid. <laughs> Academics are behind the approach of the whole system, she says. Natalie Moore, WBEZ News. Natalie Moore's reporting from Finland was made possible by a grant from the Richard C. Longworth Media Fellowship Program, funded by the Clinton Family Foundation and supported by the Chicago Council on Global Affairs and the Pulitzer Center.